come in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts a baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Welcome back after a long hiatus caused by holiday, me getting sick, going on vacation, Tracy doing something. It's a long time we've been gone. Oh, and the fact that there were no movies really that were any good over the holidays due to the writer's strike. This is Through the Lens with Darren and... Tracy, welcome back to us. And uh, we're excited. I also want to say I've been super pleased at the... I want to give a shout out to Corey every episode because the sound is always so much better when he does our mixing for us. So, Corey, it's Darren and Tracy with special effects by Corey. Thank you, Corey. I'm going to maybe give him like a uh, credit or something, you know, like Darren and Tracy and kind of Corey too. So, Tracy, it's been a long hiatus. I was kind of lucky to get sick and go on vacation and miss the Oscar Palooza movies. This was definitely not an Oscar type movie. No, it wasn't. But what movie did we watch today? Just now, five seconds ago, we walked out. Argyle. <sighs> Argyle. So I didn't really know what to expect. The marketing around this movie is heavily, um, got a cat involved in it who I figured was named Argyle. Spoiler, the cat is not named Argyle. And I thought it was like a Going into it, I thought it was going to be like, let's go get the cat. And the cat's got to save the cat. And the cat flies up in the air. We got to catch him. And it didn't really have, the cat was in it, but it really was not about the cat. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It's kind of a weird advertising thing. Um, the other thing about this movie is, and we'll go into who's in it, but it's one of those movies where like everyone is in it. Like one of those crazy ensemble things where you figure it's going to be like a, a caper acting tour de force or something. I thought it was going to be like Knives Out. Like that level of like wittiness or whatever? Yeah. Okay, well you were probably somewhat surprised. I, I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was not, it was not that. Um, let's talk about who is in it. Um, I said everyone, it's a pretty heavy hitting cast, so who is in this movie? Um, Henry Cavill. Uh, that would be Superman in the... Superman. Uh, that's probably what most people know from. He was in a Mission Impossible movie. Yep, Man from Uncle remake. Oh, wow, you went really deep into the well with that one. Yep. But, yeah, that's not inaccurate. Um, who else is in this movie? Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay, so she is Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah. Uh, she's probably become her own thing now that Ron Howard's on as active, so she's not like known as that except for me. She might be my girl because she's in Jurassic, Jurassic World. Jurassic World, yeah. And, and I think she was in The Village, too, when she was, she was. a little bit enough. She younger. was in The Village, yep. Um, you know, I, so she might become my girl because I like the Jurassic World movies a lot. Uh, there are other people in this movie. Sam Rockwell. So Sam Rockwell is a, he's above a character actor, but he's never reached super mega stardom. He's always playing these quirky roles. He was in um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, he, was, he was in a movie, was he in Three Billboards? Three Billboards for which he won an Oscar, I believe. That's when he became kind of serious, but he's always know. kind of a, well, just like this movie, always kind of a goofy, charismatic, kind of off-kilter kind of guy. He plays a little bit more straight here, but there's more people in this movie. Brian Cranston. Uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Um, he is in the movie. Um, and there's John Cena is in the movie. Yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. He's got to mention Samuel L. Jackson. You could pretty much just assume is in every movie. Um, so here's this. I want to go spoiler free, but can you talk about what this movie is? It's not about the cat. It's not about the cat. Like, I'm looking at the poster right now, and it's a freaking cat. Like, why yeah. do they do that? Yeah. Um, if you go into this movie thinking this cat's all over the place, he is in it. 
but not as much as you might think. And he doesn't do that much. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. So there's an author who writes spy novels. I, I think, is it a spoiler to say kind of the initial thing that happens? I think it is a spoiler, so don't say it. So I can't say what movie this reminded me of that we reviewed. Oh no, go starring, ahead. Starring my girl, my other girl. Ha uh, Haley Quinn. No. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah. Can I say that or do you think that's a spoiler? No, that's not a spoiler. It reminded me a lot of the, I think it was called The Lost City with yes. Sandra Bullock. And I was almost like, why did they make yeah. this movie? Because <laughs> that movie was already made um, to this movie's credit. And we're gonna go very light on this, but it goes in a different direction. Yeah. Uh, it really does. But the reason I was getting frustrated the whole time was like, tonally, it's basically the same movie. This is a very light movie. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, and so you're like, <laughs> it kind of felt a lot like that Sandra Bullock movie. And I don't know how many people saw it, um, but we did because we reviewed it. Um, but it just felt like it was kind of like, it didn't take itself seriously. Everyone was kind of playing over the top. It's kind of ridiculous. It is a caper of sorts. Um, so I just felt like this movie was saying, but it did, it did change. I mean, so A, did you think Lost City and do you think the comparison is crazy or what? I think the comparison mm. is a good one. Um, by the way, I did like the Lost City because I like Sandra Bullock. I like the Lost City too. Um, there, this was, this had more cheese. <laughs> so, yeah, more cheese, which is crazy because that movie was pretty cheese. Like, yeah. remember when she's in the car? And, yeah. Um, but it, 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 tonally, it felt the same. Um, it, it was interesting because it, actually, it's not, now I understand. So the director of this movie is Matthew Vaughn. Mm -hmm. So while it's kind of cheese and kind of Lost City-esque, there are some choreographed scenes of intense violence. Mm -hmm. You don't see blood spurting out like maybe Kingsman or some of his other... Did he, I think he did Kick-Ass too, didn't he? I think he did. Um, but in any case, there are some slow-mo, camera spinning around fight scenes um, that now that I see Matthew Vaughn did, it actually kind of resonates a lot with Kingsman. Um, if you've seen those movies, the slow motion bullet and the, you know, the crazy fighting. So I enjoyed those scenes, but they're kind of shocking because tonally they don't really match with the rest of the kind of goofiness of the movie. What do you think? I <laughs> agree with you, but there were also things that happened in the movie that made me think of Ocean's Eleven, that made me think of The Italian Job, and that made me think of Born, one of the Born movies. It did not make you think of one of the Bourne movies yes. because those star Matt Damon and you would have had your goofy smile on the whole movie just thinking about your guy Matt Damon. I was. Okay. I, I did smile at one point. You're like, that's my man, Matt Damon. That's my um, guy. We've mentioned this movie. I've kind of gone out of order. We've mentioned this movie as kind of goofy, but it does also have a lot of like star power in it. What yeah, it really does. What did you think of the acting performances? I, I'll start. Cranston was completely over the top villain chewing material which I thought was interesting. Uh, he played that well, but again, he's kind of a mustache twirling bad guy. Um, what did you pick an acting performance? Tell me what you thought. T tell me what you thought of Rockwell. At first he was getting on my nerves. And he has that capability because he always plays that kind of goofy dude. Yeah, <clears throat> but then um, I kind of warmed up to him. 
Yeah, and I don't know if that was on purpose, but I kind of felt a little bit of that too. I mean, to me, it was hard to take him out of the role because he always plays that kind of same thing. So I was like, oh, it's a Sam Rockwell doing the Sam Rockwell thing. Um, but he did it. Um, yeah. And I kind of had the same feeling on Bryce Dallas Howard because she kind of played the character from um, Jurassic World, the first one, uh, at first. Yeah. But I will say she definitely grew on me, and I felt like her performance was pretty interesting. What did you think? I thought her performance was interesting, and I can't really say much about it. Did you um, notice how careful I was about yes. describing it? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of growth in her character. Let's just say that. Interesting way of putting it. Yeah. Um, but did you like that? Did she, did, she, did she, I think, had the hardest role in the movie? She did. Did it, did it land for you? It landed for me, but I also thought that she was dumbing herself down in this movie. Well, I've, she had to sell that part to make it work, I think. Yeah, yeah. Can I say ice skating? Yeah. That was like my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah, it was cheese. It was completely ridiculous. <laughs> it was cheese. But it was kind of cool. Um, what? Okay, going back to the plot. It had it's kind of ridiculous plot, but it had some twists. Some were completely obvious. Some, mm-hmm. some were so unobvious that I don't know if they really made any sense, but they were a twist. What did you think of the plot? Um, I've seen it before, sort of, um, but there, there is one plot point in this movie that rivals a scene in the Barbie movie. Okay, I did not land because I did not see the Barbie movie yet. And I can't say it because... That'll ruin it. It's cheese. It's major cheese. Oh yeah, there, yeah that was, there's some that, <laughs> that was cheesy, but it was well. I'll pivot sort of. Okay. Um, I, I mentioned the random kind of Matthew Vaughn style fight scenes. I thought they were kind of pretty cool. Anything from the train to mm-hmm. all the other things. But did you like those? Yeah. Because you're not as much into fighting as I am. Because uh, I like. I'm those a in, lover, not a fighter. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like those. In a, I, I I like when people. I like two things in action shots. We've talked about this forever. I like kind of bringing something new to it that we haven't seen. And I like being able to see what's going on. And see who gets killed. And see who gets killed. Yeah. And, kind of, and I thought the, the editing of this was very good because you could see everything that was happening, everything that was getting killed. It wasn't gratuitous, but you could see the, who was falling down dead and who was getting punched. So I like that. My, I always say the movie I hated the most was the first Christopher Nolan Batman because you just couldn't see what was happening. It was like quick cuts and camera moving. I didn't know what was going on, but this was very cleanly edited. Yeah, the editing was one of the high points of this film, for sure. I don't know if I loved it, but I'm going to guess the other high point of the film for Tracy was the soundtrack. Did you like it? I did. It had a very disco-y kind of jam to it. Yeah, it was Um, cool. There are different ways I'm getting into the weeds here, but there are different ways to choreograph particularly action sequences. There's the play the heavy, hard rock or rap music that kind of goes with it. And then there's this new thing where they play music that's kind of counter to what you feel, like an upbeat song or a slow love song. Uh, this movie kind of went that route. It was interesting. Um, a lot of the fight scenes had like counter music um, programming. Yeah, yeah. Like, there wasn't any like Metallica while they're fighting. It was all like 70s 
yeah. disco and love songs and stuff. So I, that was interesting. I mean, I'd be interested to see what people think of that. Did you like that? I did. Interesting choices that, that they made in this film. Uh, we are going, I'm just going to ask one more thing about the twist. Were there any that you did not just see from a mile away? <clears throat> Were there any twists that I didn't see coming? Yeah. I mean, those are, I'll admit those are a few for me. Those some that I was like, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, there were probably a few. I would say there were some, and I'm, I'm big on if you can twist me. I usually look at two things. One, if I get twisted, I like it. And two, I mean, if a twist surprises me, I like it. And two, it has to kind of feel like legit and earned, not just like, oh, Tracy's an alien. That ah, explains everything. So the, some of the twists bordered on ridiculous, like, okay, mm -hmm. come on, that doesn't make any sense. But it, by the end of the movie, I think they kind of hang together okay. You yeah. kind of figured out what's going on, so I'm, I'm with it. Um, okay, let's give them some stats because we're out of practice. Okay. What's it rated? PG-13. Violence. Yep. Not really any cursing. No cursing. Weird. Yeah. Uh, and the violence is very cartoony violence. Mm -hmm. um, what, um, how long is it? Two hours and 19 minutes. Is there an end credit scene? Top of the credits. Yeah, like an early mid-stinger scene. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's interesting as well, too. I don't know if we liked it or not. I'm just going to say this reminded me of the end credit scene of one of the M. Night Shyamalan movies. Where they like combine things. Mm. Yeah, there's a link. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's, it's worth seeing, but you might be like, what the what? Mm -hmm. uh, but you can leave after that unless you want to listen to the groovy soundtrack, which played the whole time. Yeah. Okay, Tracy, we are totally out of practice, but this is how it goes. Who's going to like this movie? And then you got to give me your score. <laughs> Who's going to like this movie? I would say um, we are out of practice. I would say like 30-somethings and 20-somethings. I would say if you liked, now that I see, I didn't know, I go into, the, I try to go into these movies as blind as possible because I don't want to let things color me. Mm -hmm. But I saw Matthew Vaughn's footprints all over it. So if you like his other movies, like that Kingsman style movie and stuff like that, um, I think you'll like it. I think if you like The Lost City, you will like it. Yeah, he would. Uh, I think if you are on a date, it's a pretty decent movie. It's a good date movie it's for got, sure. It's got a little bit of, it's lighthearted. It's got a little bit of. There's nothing objectionable. No, there's no nakedness. You don't have to be awkward or whatever. And uh, it's got violence if you like that. And it's got a little bit of like, you know, Maybe some romance or something if you like that. So it's, it's a, yeah, I think a, it's a bit. decent date date movie. Like you won't get your date mad and, and you won't be mad that you went. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I would go into it ex because you like one of the actors in particular because it's an ensemble and none of them. Would mm -hmm. say Bryce Dallas Howard. I, I can tell you probably has the most screen time. Yeah, she's in almost every scene. But the other people kind of come in and out. Yeah. So I wouldn't go like, oh, I just got to see Samuel L. Jackson for four hours because you're not going yeah, to. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not going to. Um, oh, yeah. How long is the movie again? Speaking of four hours. Two hours, 19 minutes. Okay, I've stalled you enough, Trace. Who's, what's your score? My score? I'm going to go seven out of ten. Um, I am frankly shocked that you gave it that high of a score. Well, our job is to get people to the movie theater, so... Well, I guess I gotta go behind the scenes of Through the Lens. 
Tracy was almost enraged that we had to see it because the other movies she had weren't uploaded yet. And she was like, I don't want to see it. So the fact that you don't want to kill the makers of Argyle or me, I think speaks well to Argyle because your expectations were in the toilet. They were in the toilet. It was cheesy. This movie is... uh you want to escape for for two and a half hours this is the movie to do it there's tons of cheese you don't think of anything you can you know be on your phone and and still understand what's going on but please don't do that while you're at the strand but uh, <laughs> yeah, no. the darren rule is never play with your phone when you're watching a movie in the movies or at home that's just lame yeah so um yeah, I mean, the editing was good. The soundtrack was good. I like Bryce Dallas Howard. You know, she's um, she's not the normal movie star. Um, and I like that, you know, she's able to, to be herself and do whatever the heck she wants to do. And that's what she did in this movie. She was perfect for the role. Yeah. Her casting was very uh, good. Because if you cast somebody else, it would not have been believable. In any of the things that happened like yes i agree i mean we told you she's an author so if you put in like some super i don't know angelina jolie would probably not convince me that she's a or julianne a, moore another redhead wouldn't do it either yeah like yeah. It, it's certain people she's kind of got that little frumpiness going so you think she's like a writer you know i don't know not that, not that all writers are like that sorry mm-hmm. writers um I will say I was pleasantly surprised because I really thought this was a movie about chasing the cat. Like if I was writing this movie using AI, <laughs> I would have thought like the cat swallowed some information and gets away and this whole, every gang and every criminal element is trying to get this cat, you know, and they fight each other and the cat squirrels away. So pleasantly surprised that my movie that I now have to make because I just wrote it in my head did not get made. But uh, I liked Bryce Dallas Howard. I like the fighting scenes. The plot twist kept me interested as opposed to just like, okay, this is getting even more and more ridiculous. Although mm-hmm. they were ridiculous. It, like, yeah. It was kind of self-referential and stuff. So I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I haven't seen a movie, Tracy, since what was the last one we reviewed? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. This is, this is why it's going to blow your mind. I'm, my brain is starved for movies. I wanted to see something that I could turn my brain off and just watch stuff and laugh and have fun. And that... That's and I this did movie. Yep. So like, guys, I don't want to re- ruin my credibility when you see this and you get mad at me. I'm giving you the caveats now. I'm giving it an eight. I just wanted a movie. <laughs> it didn't make me mad. I enjoyed it. I did not look at my watch. I didn't play on my phone. Um, I just, I really, it's not the best movie. There will not probably be a sequel, but it's fun. It's a good action slash twisty not quite as capery as it thinks it is, but it's, I did, and I enjoyed myself, and I have not enjoyed myself in a theater since before the holidays. Yeah. So, Argyle, you get the credit of A, not making a cat movie, and B, I haven't seen a movie in a while, so this is the best one I've seen in at least two months. Eight. <laughs> That's good. I just, please guys, don't get mad at me when you see this. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You, you, by now, if you've listened to the show, you know what Darren likes. And you know that usually my scores are higher than his. Um, Tracy, Tracy loves the Oscar bait movies, and yeah. Darren is just happy I didn't have to see one. I guess that's probably a half a star benefit there, too, because what were the other movies that you're getting this weekend? Um, Lisa Frankenstein and Anyone But You. No idea what both of those are, but they sound like Darren would not want to see them. Probably. Not that they're bad. Just Anyone not- But You, romantic comedy. Blech. Um, 
Lisa Frankenstein is a Beetlejuice mixed with, you know, coming-of-age romance written by Cody Diablo, who also wrote <laughs> Juno. Uh, and uh, Megan's Body, I believe. Yeah, probably. So here's my concern, Tracy. Yeah. Do you forget who your friend Darren is? I'm like, I probably would not like to see those. Like, I don't know, Darren. One's a romantic comedy and one is a girl's well, coming-of-age story. Yeah, those are totally what I would want to see. Come on, you know what I want to see. People will, those sound like good movies, but not for you. Yeah. So well, our, they were short as uh, opposed to this one. <laughs> I might like seeing it because there's always time commitment. I like spending time with you in the movie theater, Tracy. Yeah, okay. You know, I like, like spending time with I, Oh, I didn't ask. Did you get the feels? No. <laughs> no, I didn't get the feels. I don't think I you was, are. I said a lot during the movie. Oh my gosh, come on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that did not just happen. Yeah. I think I said that a few times. So those are our scores. They're, they are a little bit twisted by the fates and the circumstances. We now know it's a, what, what might we be getting in the future, Miss Tracy? Well, I can tell you that uh, March looks really good. Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, Kung Fu Panda 4, and Dune Part 2. Those are all things to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I saw a trailer for the new Ghostbusters, because I gotta be honest, I haven't been talking to you, so I didn't even remember there was one coming out. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it does. And I don't know if people will like it, but like, that's how you do a reboot cool. Mm-hmm. Not the, and I don't have a hate on the female Ghostbusters, but that movie was not how you do it. <clears throat> you don't like Melissa McCarthy. We all know that. I, I'm sure she's a lovely one, but I do hate her. <laughs> I will not. I, one of my two least favorite movies of all time are what, Tracy? Life of the Party. And? Um, Your favorite? Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, those are, <laughs> I hate them, but most of McCarthy is right up there. So anyway, last thing people want to know is when they, let's just go with all the movies they can see, because when can they see Argyle and then when can they see the other ones? Because like some people might be like, this movie sounds ridiculous and the other ones sound good. Okay, Argyle's in the main theater, uh, Friday night, 5 and 8.30, uh, Saturday, 1, 4.30 and 7 or eight o'clock i'm sorry one four thirty and eight and then sunday one and four thirty and when can they see the other other choices the uh, coming of age and the you know whatever anyone but you is in the side theater and that is on the 15 so 115 and 415 then 115 415 and 715 on saturday and then 115 and 415 on sunday and then lisa frankenstein is in the balcony 530 and 830 uh 135 30 134 30 and 730 and then 130 and 430. i like this new phrase on the 15s and on the 30s that's pretty smart yeah i never thought about that way so anyway you, and what is there a website they can go to to find this stuff out? Because I don't remember this. TheStrandTheater.net. Great, because I don't want them to have to rewind this podcast just to find out when they can see these movies. So, Tracy, it's great to be back. I don't want it to end, but alas, all good things like Argyle come to an end. But hopefully we'll have something great to review for you in the next couple weeks. Alas. Alas. You like, that? You like how, uh, how official I sound? Thanks, everybody. See and ya. thanks, Corey.